What's going on, guys? My name is Mateo. Welcome back. Yesterday, we kind of went into a little bit of an anxious state. I mean, we're looking at the takeover of the world by the money-changing revolutionaries, I guess you could say. And today, we're going to be a little bit more positive. We're going to talk a little bit about adoption. We're going to talk a little bit about Monero being used by more people in the world and uh, how it is maybe we could expand that operation and have it so that more people are using Monero. And by the way, I am still wearing the pirate hat. So whenever you see this, guys, pirates are afoot and they're sailing the seas. And so today's going to be about Monero, of course. Most days are about Monero. We don't really talk about Pirate Chain too much, but they're part of the Freedom Coin Covenant. Whenever I mention Freedom Coin, guys, you know I'm talking about Pirate Chain, Darrow, Haven, etc. Xano also, by the way. Uh, I need to talk more about Xana. I'm pretty excited about that project. Roger Ver is into that project. But uh, Monero first here. You guys know what it's all about. That being said, let's go ahead and get into the content. Uh, thank you for uh, somebody who had given our channel a shout-out on Twitter, uh, as well as many other people. I just wanted to say thank you to this person real quick. He's part of the uh, Monero first movement. Marcel, good guy right there. He's a Wall Street Bets bro. Uh by the way, speaking of Wall Street Bets, we are working right now on making an article for the Wall Street Bet Bros over there. Um, at some point in the future, maybe some point in 2022, it's a little bit late in the year, but we need to conquer these shorts, guys. Check this out. The shorts are back in control. And look, if we're able to make a case to the Wall Street Bet guys that, yeah, Monero is totally being heavy shorted right now. They probably don't even have all of Monero on the exchanges to do these shorts. It's a private crypto, so they may not even have all of the Monero that they otherwise would need to fulfill all these short positions. Because as you'll see here, most of these positions are totally unhedged. Um, but, you know, we don't know how much Monero they have. I'm being speculative here. But look... If we can make a squeeze happen, and I'm not saying that we are, I don't know the legality of that, but, uh, you know, if a lot of people started to buy in, started to buy it, they started to, uh, you know, squeeze these shorts out, which almost seemed to happen right here. Look at this right here. Around the 23rd, things started to happen. Price started to shoot up. Maybe we were starting to see a squeeze happen, but we almost got there. We almost uh, did a little bit of a, you know, close hand pass. And then uh, things went back to normal, it seems. They took back control over our beloved Monero. But, uh, yeah, one thing that we could do, guys, is just make an article that explains the bullish case for Monero, that explains what's been going on with these shorts, that explains how, with every other crypto, this is not existent at all. I mean, you just see the longs totally outpacing the shorts. We've talked about this many times. We don't need to go back through it. But if we got the Wall Street Bets army in on this, and we got them to realize the importance of privacy. We got them to envision a new world where this is the currency du jour that's being used. Oh, man. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine what could happen as a result of this? I mean, the globalists that are taking over the economy, as we talked about yesterday, they'd be sweating their pants off. So anyways, um, not to talk too much about that. Um Thank you, Marcel. And by the way, give all these other guys a follow. Crypto Tweety, Monero Talk, of course, uh, the Crypto Vigilante, Dollar Vigilante, which, by the way, Rafael Laverde reached out to us, and he wants to do a talk. And we're going to be talking with him Friday, so that's going to be very exciting. It's going to be great to meet you, Rafael. I love the work that you do, and if you're not aware of the Crypto Vigilante, they do a lot of great work. They're one of the great uh, groups, which is spearheading this movement to make privacy coins 
and the Freedom Queen Covenant come to light for many people. So we're very thankful of their work, and we're very thankful to be talking to them soon. And also, remember, Kevin Wad, we're going to be speaking to him tomorrow um, on his channel. So make sure you subscribe to him. Make sure you get the updates on that. So today we're going to talk about Monero adoption. And so uh, this man asked the question right here, what do you think could speed up Monero adoption for the masses or lead to people swapping away from surveillance coins? Good question, nearby GOAT. So we're going to go through some of these answers. We're going to add some insights as well. Uh, I think making it easy for normies to sell digital goods for Monero in a non-custodial way would make the big difference. Um, I think so. I think that's a good point right there. And I've been talking with Sir Hack behind the scenes. And if you don't know who Sir Hack is, Sir Hack is uh, the lovely gentleman who wrote Mastering Monero. And he's just a brilliant man. He works in security, cybersecurity, I think. But uh, he is behind um, a plugin that you could use. I think it's called WooCommerce or something like that. A plugin that you could use on your website that allows you to easily accept Monero for payment. And um, if you are going to use Monero for payment, one interesting thing that I learned is that you can use different addresses so as to better recognize who is paying you for what. Because one question that people may have is, well, if I've got one address and people just keep sending me Monero and it's a private crypto and you can't really attach notes to this stuff as far as I can tell, um, or at least memos can't be included like you can with Pirate Chain, which is a great feature, um, then I think, you know, it's like, okay, this is a little bit hard to parse out who's paid and who hasn't. But I think one of the features of the Monero GUI wallet, somebody had told me this, is that you could set up automatically a new address for each payment that you receive which is amazing. And um, there are other ways that you could do this, but there are ways that you can make this economically feasible and um, reasonable to use, which is cool. And we'll talk more about that. I'm wanting to make videos about this, but uh, it's complicated because I don't have a website. I can't show you how this plugin works. So we're behind the scenes trying to figure out how this works. Anyways, if crypto payments were online, well, we don't need to talk about that. No, no, no. If Monero would be on more exchanges, this would accelerate adoption. Yeah, I think that's right, which is why I was a little bit uh, tempted to, well, I, I have been going after Coinbase a little bit, haven't we? We've made a couple of videos on Coinbase. But um, yes, if Coinbase had Monero, I mean, life would be a lot easier for us. But then at the same time, with all the manipulation that seems to particularly be going on with places like Binance, who are under investigation by just about everybody, I mean, do we really want that capacity to be extended to Coinbase? Do we want them to have a stranglehold on over this stuff? Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, and look, I'm not saying manipulation is totally happening. We don't know for sure. Um, but yeah, we don't need more centralized sketchy exchanges who work with Secret Service and who work with uh, other sketchy agencies to be in on this stuff. No thanks. But that would make it easier. But Havano, which we've talked about here on the channel, which is a decentralized peer-to-peer -peer exchange, is going to make it much, much uh, easier for a lot of people to access Monero if that really gets up and started. And by the way, when this tax season starts to happen, and a lot of these crypto traders start to get pursued because they don't understand that they have to pay capital gains tax on every single trade that they do. I mean, so many of them are going to go over to Havana. Now, pay your taxes. You have to pay your taxes. I'm the tax guy. I have to tell you that. But I'm just telling you what people are going to do. People are going to go over to Havana because you're going to be able to trade whatever crypto that you want with Monero as the base currency used, which means all of your transactions 
are going to be private because you're going to be going through Monero as an intermediary to, you know, wash out those trades. And I'm not saying you should do this. If you do do this, pay your taxes, blah, blah, blah. But uh, just a lot of people are going to do that because with Binance under investigation and with, I think I've heard of crackdowns happening on Kraken as well. And some of these other exchanges, I mean, they're going to be trying to figure out every little penny that's under every little rock, under every little address, under every user. They're going to try to figure out what your gains are, which they can easily do, and what your tax liability is. And you're going to get something in the mail. And we've talked about this before. Oh, I'm not going to give up my Bitcoin. Come and get it if you want it. Okay, well, then they're going to garnish your wages, take your bank account, maybe take your house, maybe take you to jail. So that's something to note. The biggest event, I believe, will be the total elimination of cash. This is Gillian Seed 1. Good point. I think that's going to speed up things as well because black markets are going to grow. As inflation gets worse and worse, as the shortages get worse and worse because of the supply chain issues, black markets are going to grow. And as the war on cash continues, people are going to need another currency with which to engage the black market. In order, to, And when I say black market, we're talking about the free market here. I mean, everything's been regulated to hell. Now you need the stabby in order to get into supermarkets in Germany, Lithuania, New Zealand, Australia. So when I talk about the quote-unquote black market, it's not scary. It's just the free market. The real scary market, of course, is the regulated market, which is coming out of all of this. And we've talked about that in previous videos. But um, you're going to need cash, digital cash in this new environment, especially if they stop printing the money and everything goes CBDC digital. You're going to need something like Monero. It's going to be absolutely essential. And you're not going to want to use these public blockchain cryptos because maybe they make it uh, so that you can't, uh, well, I mean, none of the DNMs, dark net marketplaces, use Bitcoin anyway. They don't use any of these surveillance coins. I mean, they've done away with all that, ladies and gentlemen. It's only Monero at this point. And, um, you're going to need that if you want to have access to the lifestyle that you previously were able to have access to. So does that make sense? I think that's going to be key. So the elimination of cash, yes, that's going to speed up adoption, I believe, which could happen in the next 10 years. I think it's happening faster than that. Once cash is gone, money can only be transferred digitally through banks, which means the government owns you. At this point, I predict wealth to flow into crypto. However, due to Bitcoin being fully public, the government may actively hunt down people who are evading the new system, at which point Monero becomes a necessity and possibility the only, and possibly the only escape from the Orwellian Great Reset nightmare that is coming. Okay, this guy probably watches our show. We don't need to rehash over the, ever, everything that we've talked about. I mean, of course this is coming. Yes, the Orwellian Great Nightmare Reset that's coming. It's here. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's here. It's going to get worse, though. But yes, I think that is definitely something to consider. In short, people don't need Monero yet, but they will. Well, it depends on who you are. I mean, if you're doing uh, uber Gruber stuff on the dark net, yeah, you need it. I've wanted to do marketing for Monero for some time, but I don't see the appetite for it yet in the community. Just do it. Okay, just get out there and do it. Monero supporters can be a little over the top with being anti-practical about that from what I've seen. I've done work for two other projects in this space now. Um... Yeah, so he's talking about Bitcoin and Dodge and their marketing. I've commented on this as well. I mean, we we definitely need more marketing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that certainly helps. Um, getting the word out there, making a YouTube channel, writing articles on Medium.com. Who knows? I mean, anyone can do anything to support this project. And if it's good quality stuff, share it on Reddit. It'll take off. We're very... Uh, I've found that this community is very supportive of people who want to get out there and talk about the greatness of this project. Anyone who does anything, I mean, there is a thirst for it. Um, so 
get out there and do it, bro. And so uh, he says here, tenderloin groin. <laughs> Wonderful. The community does in some way over the years. BTC billboards and Dodge sponsoring race cars, BTC events, ATMs wasn't just a fluke. Uh, he says the Monero community sometimes feels a little bit too proud to promote for mass adoption and awareness. Pride goeth before our fall. Ladies and gentlemen, do not give in to pride. And I used to do this at the beginning of the channel. I'll be the first to raise my hand and say this, but I used to say, oh, it's inevitable people uh, figure out about Monero. It's inevitable people will come to the wonderful Freedom Coin Covenant, and they'll realize that Bitcoin's totally tracked and traced, and they'll realize the danger of that, especially in this environment, and then they're just going to, like, you know, beeline over to Monero. That's not inevitable, guys. I mean, I... I repent of this sin of pride that I had early on, but uh, it people have free will, don't they? I mean, and if people don't know that there is a better option available, they're not going to choose it because they don't know. People, people can only act on what they know, ladies and gentlemen. And a lot of people don't know that Bitcoin isn't profit. A lot of people don't know that there are better options out there, which are being seriously worked on by very, very smart people. I mean, a lot of the people who used to work on Bitcoin— I suspect, and Rafael Laverde, he suspects this too, they went to go over and work on Monero. And a lot of cypherpunks who were into the original Bitcoin and the projects which were early in development when crypto started to take off, they've moved over to Monero. And like, if people don't know that there's a shift happening right now to Monero and people aren't aware that there is a better option, uh, I think that they can miss it. Right, so I kind of lost myself there. Yes, you have to get the info out, if I didn't make that clear. Don't need to do those things specifically, but I bet, back to this, uh, but I bet there would be a big flame post on subreddit saying something very pure and quote-unquote not like that. Uh, yeah, there is a little bit of that about that. Uh, there's a little bit of that in the Monero community. Uh, there's a bit of a maximalist fervor, which is fine. I mean, there's passion, there's energy, there's motivation for Monero to be the world reserve currency and for great things to happen for Monero. And so, you know, when I come out and talk about different coins like Xeno and Pyrochain and Dara and things like that, it's just like, bro, what are you talking about? You're venturing outside of the space. I think that, you know, it's great to have a team. It's great to have other people also working towards the same goal because ultimately it's the end that matters, not necessarily the means. Um, I, I do think Monero comes first. I think it's the flagship that we fly, but Look, I think that uh, there is a little bit of that mentality, but as I spoke about with Hawk from the Haven crew, that is a minority perspective in every uh, crypto sphere, in my opinion. Um, and I don't think that you have maxis overtaking the discussion in any crypto community. I think most people understand that we're in this together and there are higher ideals to be met. So that's one thing to note there. Uh Monero has stickers, flag guys at protests, which, by the way, I mean, we'd need more flag guys at protests. That's how you get the word out. People love that stuff. There was a pirate chain guy with a flag at some protest in Britain, I think. And then there's, I think his name was like Monero guy or Monero flag guy or something like that. He would fly the flag and look, that's how it's done. That's how you get the word out to people, truly. Because if you're at a protest and there's a lot of people there, and people are sacrificing their time to be there. Maybe you're at the front line, you know, where you're getting pepper spray and you're getting like, you know, tear gas, boom, hit with a rubber bullet. If you're taking the hits and you're willing to fly that flag and show people that you're sacrificing for this thing that's on this flag, there is a psychological, you know, you maybe could say spiritual attraction to that. And people will be more enticed to learn about 
what it is you're flying the flag for. Does that make sense? Um, sacrificing for something, that's not just a religious thing. There's something deep within us where if we see people sacrifice for something, there is a respect and there is a deep appreciation for that. And we're inclined to be pulled into that. And I think that if we do the same for Monero, there is that energy which also comes into the space, which spreads the word as well. So back to this, the tech advancements have been nice. But if you want to promote the merits, you can't overthink messaging. Soki, you can't. You absolutely can't. Um, if I had a big bag, I'd do it myself. Do it yourself, bro. What are all these guys doing, man? Get in. Get on. Like, don't sit around. Get in on the battle, dude. But I don't know people's situation. Uh, with the CCS system, you need to ask if people are down to promote it, and will be and it will be obnoxiously overthought. Too many cooks, et, etc. Uh, that's the issue of CCS is tempting to ask the crowd for their opinion. And then it makes everyone an armchair marketing wizard and people basically convince themselves to do nothing. Well, at least we got Doug funded over at Monero talk. At least he is out there doing the work now because he was able to get support from the Monero community, which is fantastic. So they're doing work over there. Um, I would push back against that sentiment. So this is a great post right here again from the tenderloin groin. Uh, he says, let me get some water. He says this. He says one more thing. This whole post is basically asking, quote unquote, when the world comes to us, quote unquote. Top comment is, quote unquote, the great reset. So essentially the only path forward to promote Monero is for the same big privacy event to occur. And then for some reason, everyone to just become aware of Monero. So that's something I want to make everybody aware of. And this is pushing back against what I initially said about the waking up about Monero to be inevitable. It's not inevitable. You know, uh, we have to get the word out. Uh, we want to get people awake before the Great Reset, before, uh, you know, there's the on-ramp shutoff, before it gets ever more difficult to get into this stuff. Because, look, it is a freaking miracle, ladies and gentlemen, that Trade Ogre is still up and running. <laughs> like, the fact that you can go on Coinbase and buy Monero, or excuse me, <laughs> never, the fact that you can get on Coinbase and at, like get Bitcoin and then send that to Trade Ogre, and I'm not recommending people do this. I've seen people get kicked off for doing this. You could try to send it to a couple wallets off the exchange and get fancy. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I just go straight from Coinbase to Trade Ogre. I know, terrible, but... Look, they're tracking it off the exchange, too. We've talked about that. They track it for multiple hops off of the exchange. So they'll get you either way. But either way, the fact that you can get to Treadogre and get Haven and get Monero and Pirate Chain and Darrow and all these other privacy coins and then, boom, just disappear. Do you know how amazing that is? Do you know how amazing that's going to be going into the future? Like, there's no way that can last forever. There's no way it's going to be that easy, like, in the future. I just don't anticipate that happening. I think it's going to get harder and harder to get access to these cryptos, especially because what you see with the whole $600 initiative to track people's bank accounts that have transactions over $600, which they got pushed back on. I think they've abandoned that initiative, thankfully, but you see where it's going, right? They want to keep people in the system so as to not have money leak out to the unregulated free market. And that's what I'm just going to start calling the black market, the free market. They don't want 
money going to the free market. They want to keep that money in the system. They want to suck every little penny out of you that they possibly can get. Um, and the more financial surveillance that comes, the more you can anticipate that being the case. And by the way, when I talk about taxes, when I talk about unrealized capital gains taxes, when I talk about new tax initiatives coming, I'm not just saying that in the context of, oh, buy Monero and get out of the taxes. And that's not what I'm saying. Um, caveats, 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 right? I'm, don't pay your taxes, like I said. It's because whenever there is an expansion of the tax administrative state, there is a concomitant loss of privacy. And when there are more tax laws, and by the way, the tax code is bigger than the Bible. I mean, it's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of fine print pages. That's more data. That's, that's a bigger web that they can get you in. And if you become an enemy of the state for whatever reason, the IRS will go after you. And there's precedent for this. The IRS has gone after conservatives before. They've gone after Tea Party people before. And if you have your financial dealings on a public blockchain, and everything is out for them to see. If they have one little question about what you're doing with your money, they'll go after you. And who knows? Maybe they're malicious enough to pull up some law in the tax code you've never heard of. Maybe some new law and some new code, new bill. And they can get you for that. And there's somebody who wrote a book a number of years ago. And he said that, like, every day you break three laws. Like, everybody. Because that's how, like, complicated and expansive the tax, or not the tax code, but the legal system is, the legal code. Excuse me. And so they will um, find ways to get you. Like, what we say here on the channel is anything you do on a public blockchain can and will be used against you. You just don't want that info out there, all right? Um, and we would like people to wake up to that before... Like, everything just goes totally 1984, which it is pretty close to doing right now. But there's still time, ladies and gentlemen. There's still time. There's still time. We need to get people into this. Uh, well, I'm not going to say give financial advice. We need to educate people on this stuff as much as we possibly can right now. Anyways, are we still recording? I believe we are. Cool. So he says, yeah, Monero is awaiting to be anointed uh, by its own importance by the broader blockchain and crypto community. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, that's why we're out here, right? This guy says, great resets, going to speed up adoption. Probably could. Probably could. So, yeah, that's an interesting conversation that they're having right there. I think there are some good points here. And I wanted to give a shout-out to one of our great Monero bros, D. Martin. D. Martian, I think is your name. Uh, fan of the channel, I think, Monero Mars, at Monero Mars. Go give him a follow he says, so I have an audience with a small-town business owner soon to talk about why he should accept Monero and how to do it. What should my pitch be? And guys, we need to share this everywhere. We need to support these guys. We need to support people who are sitting down with business owners. This is exactly key. This is textbook. This is how you do it. You need to talk to people about accepting Monero because I made the case down here. Check it out. He says, uh, Swamp Ape here, another uh, good fan of the channel. And I think he's doing Atomic Swap work. So thank you, Swamp Ape. You're very cool. Uh, he says, uh, or maybe that's somebody else, but he says, reasons to accept low fees, relatively quick payment process, store of value. It depends on perspective. We disagree with that here. Uh, empowering consumer and customer privacy. I think that's right. Because look, if you pay for something with Bitcoin, Bitcoin becomes mass adopted. 
Like you go to Amazon for whatever reason and buy something off Amazon through Bitcoin. They know everything that's in your wallet. They know every transaction you've ever made. Good job. Like seriously, that's what could happen. So I said, I think these are good points. I think the small discount idea is a good idea too because he says offer a small discount incentive to those willing to pay an XMR, which is brilliant. Good idea. Maybe tell the customers the discount is how much he as a business owner saves from not having to pay the credit card and payment processing companies. Because at some places that you go to, they will charge you more for using a credit card instead of cash because they've got to pay a particular fee to the credit card companies. And so if you can get around that by using crypto like Monero, uh, that saves the business owner money. And he, if the business owner, in order to incentivize adoption and the use of that currency, puts maybe something on the checkout uh, table that says, thank you for using Monero. You are saving me uh, the hassle of having to uh, give my cut to these you know, demonic third parties, however you want to put it, right? These demonic uh, MasterCard, Visa, payment processing companies, right? That's great. That incentivizes people to use it more too because they understand. Like there's a big anti-corporate vibe in America right now. And if you're able to stick Monero, uh, Monero QR code or something like that there and pay with Monero and tell them that, yeah, I don't have to give a cut to these evil corporations which want to completely take your liberty away and want to suck the wealth out of you. Isn't that awesome? And by the way, it's private, it's low fees, etc. Uh, that's going to incentivize people to be like, yeah, where do I sign up? Boom, cake wallet, check it out. That's how you do it, guys. So okay. Uh, let's see. Ba -ba 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 -ba. So untraceable, he's a good follow. Untraceable, man. I don't know about that upside down cross, though. He says the most powerful value you can own and guarantee that no one can confiscate or cheat you out of it, the value no one has knowledge of. I don't know if that was me or him. It is like owning invisible super gold that you can fit on a USB drive or transfer to anyone in the world instantly for less than a cent. I think that's right. Uh, Crypto Tweety, good friend of the channel. Private school, private plane, private road, introducing private money. Monero, the Swiss bank of crypto. That seems to work. Yeah, it's great. So good job, uh, D. Martian. Great work. We love it. So, more good adoption news here. Seth for privacy, key fall, smart guy, leader in the space. Good to see Monero usage absolutely obliterating usage of many coins, much higher market cap, and creeping up on Ethereum. And it's crazy, right? Because Monero, according to this, is being used like for a fifth of the transactions for coincards.com. And the, of course, transaction volume is going nuclear. It's great. But does Monero have a tenth or a fifth of the market cap of Bitcoin? No. Monero's at a market cap of $5 billion. And Bitcoin's at a market cap of about $1.1 trillion. Okay. So Bitcoin is worth 20 times or over 25 times as much as Monero. Yet Monero has a real-world transaction volume of a fifth of Bitcoin. And who knows how much the real transaction volume of Bitcoin is. It seems that one of the main uses of Bitcoin right now is to serve as a liquidity pool 
for Monero and crypto traders and an on-ramp to other crypto exchanges. Like the only reason I get into Bitcoin, guys, is to go to TradeOgre and exchange it for other cryptos. But nevertheless, those are Bitcoin transactions, are they not? And the same thing's going to happen with atomic swaps, etc. But uh, like most of the Monero being used in the world right now is not for trading. It's being used for actual transactions, right? So I had said this the other day, Monero, out of all the other cryptocurrencies, all of them, has the most use case than every other crypto. Seriously, I mean, it's the most economically useful cryptocurrency in existence because it's the most fungible, it's the most private, it's the most quick, it's the most, uh, it's got the lowest fees. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. And he says, also big hit, LOL, Lightning Network usage. About 1% of on-chain Bitcoin usage and less than 20% of Monero's usage. And again, we don't know how the Lightning Network is going to turn out. We don't know if they're going to be able to keep those fees low. We still have to see how that's going to work. I always get a chuckle seeing how poorly Lightning Network does for all the talk about it in the real world. It still seems to be a science experiment without real-world adoption. I think that's right. And somebody had said down here, Lightning Network just onboarded a whole country. And Seth Prophecy uh, rightly shuts him down into the ground. Centralized closed source KYC Lightning Network just onboarded a whole country via dictatorial mandate against the will of the people. Nice. Man, I heard that neck crack from a mile away. Love it. So, yeah, Monero usage going up through the roof. Now, probably a lot of people are buying these cards because it's a great way for you to cash out your Monero for what is, you know, a cash equivalent. And if you're doing dealings, uh, you know, online that you're maybe not supposed to be doing, well, you can just take your profits from those dealings, go into coincards.com, get these coin cards, and then you could have cash, which allows you to uh, use for a variety of purposes in the regulated economy. So that's great. Gabriel Thomas, another fan of the channel. Good for you, Gabriel. He had said something wise. He said there are now nearly 1,200 merchants who accept Monero as a payment method. Uh, 1,200 merchants. That's great. Uh, Monero is still not well known to people and businesses. As adoption grows, more will accept it as payment. Correct. Uh, yes, it's the biggest currency used on the black market. Just about the only currency used. Uh, yeah, so check it out. This is the last thing we're going to go through today. But if you haven't seen this before, this is the Monero directory. And you've got so many shops, so many internet services, VPNs, uh, crypto services, and hey, consulting services right here. If you need some tax help, let me know. But uh, yeah, you can do a lot with your Monero. This is a great website that I discovered recently. And support those who want to use Monero as an actual currency. Support them. Uh, check out... What is they have to offer? Web development. That's great. I need to make a website. Maybe I'll go through one of these dudes here. Advertising, agencies, email marketing. So, cool stuff here. Shops, uh, food and drink, CBD products if you need a little relaxation. Uh, wild jerky, uh, Kingo food. Uh, we, we're not going to go through all this. But, like, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. You can get some honey. That's rocking. Uh, blockchain coffee, probably better than Starbucks, probably cheaper too. Cool. But that's it. Yeah, I mean, adoption's going great, guys. Just keep up the good work. 
do more of what Demartian is doing. Great stuff, Demartian. Great job. We need more of it. So, Monero Bros, that is all for today. Uh, you guys are liking the shorter vids. So am I, because it gives me more time to work on the catechumen. But yeah, look out for those interviews that I'm going to be doing soon. Um, and next week, hopefully, if I'm a good bit of, if I'm good enough, oh man, where am I? If I have done enough of my catechism, yes, there we go, then I can go back to doing more uh, regular videos, longer videos, etc. But uh, I'm trying to balance this as much as I possibly can, as a lot of you understand. And so, yes. That is all. I hope this was a better vibed video than the one yesterday. Even though a lot of you liked the video that we did yesterday, we really got deep into the truth of what was happening here on Earth and the importance of Monero to combat the evil forces that are trying to come after us. But yes, uh, great adoption is happening. Great things happening for Monero. So yeah, Monero Mateo, thanks for watching and making it to the end of this video. And uh, check out the social media links below. The the donation links below. I need to vacuum my room. Clearly, I have allergies. Uh, yes, and that's it. Is there anything else? Typically, when I make these videos, I just go into an 80 detail spin. But I think that's it. God bless. Have a great one.